Hey, everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Art Sars, Galaxy Sports, Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Trojans of USC and uh, the Rams of Los Angeles. Hopefully go back to St. Louis uh, quickly. Um, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at Artie, before we go any further, I have followed the Dodgers since the age of four. So that's a long time. Now, you're 126, so it's even longer for you. But you sort of, well, I don't know if you followed them as closely as I did, because I think as you moved around the country, you probably also followed other clubs. But I've been a longtime Dodger fanatic, fan, whatever, and talk show host, uh, Dodger talk, whatever. What the hell are they doing? That's a great question, Fred. Um, Very little from what I can see right now. (laughs) They did go out. And, uh, and get Clayton Kershaw, you know, at the end of his career. And I'm kind of happy for Clayton because I wanted him to end his career with the Dodgers. They gave him 20 million, but uh, you know, they, they let the best player in baseball, in my opinion, Trey Turner go to Philadelphia. So they're going to have to deal with that, either them or the Mets or somebody from that Eastern division. Atlanta still has one of the best farm systems there is, but I'm wondering what the Guggenheims are really up to here. I mean, you know, they have won nine of the last 10 divisions, Western, you know, Western divisions of the National League. But I just don't like the way things are turning out. And again, you know, I look at you know how close the Giants came or the Padres to getting Aaron Judge. And, you know, they're kind of lucky that that didn't, you know, come come down to get him. A lot of the good teams in the National League got better. Wilson Contreras signing an $86 million deal with the Cubs. Cody Bellinger, you know, winding up with the uh, playing center field. And he will be an improvement on who the, you know, the Cubs had in center field the last six years. Um, so I, that's a great question, Fred. I don't know. Kenley Jansen signed with the Red Sox. The Dodgers still have, you know, what I consider to be a little bit of a hole there in the bullpen. They haven't really addressed that issue. I guess they're kind of hoping and praying that everybody's going to be healthy after a year where they had all these injuries. And, uh, boy, that's that's really rolling the dice, though, in my opinion. I'll tell you also, you know, from a, a bullpen point of view, since uh, Roberts likes pulling them and Friedman likes pulling the starters after five or six, you really do need a bullpen. And they let a couple of guys go. It's uh, true. Uh, uh, it, it, it's a mess right now for the Dodger concern. A few hours ago, folks, we're taping this at 3.15 uh, Pacific Standard Time on Thursday, 6.15 on East, where Artie is. Um, a few hours ago, they picked up uh, Jason Hayward, who's a great defensive right fielder, but he's having the same problems hitting as Bellinger. Worse. Bellinger, he's hitting like but two, worse. Two 11 but, with 45% strikeouts. I mean. Bellinger's got a, right now it's come back further than, than Hayward has. However, what this tells me is this, in my opinion, if Hayward can hit it all, he's playing right, and they're moving the best right fielder in baseball to center, well, he'll be good, but if they'd taken Bellinger, they keep Mookie where he is and happy, and you got one of the best center fielders in baseball, you got one of the best outfields in baseball, They've Michael blown Taylor, yeah, with, with Taylor and left, definitely. They, I mean, they, they've blown that, and, and I, I don't get it. And, and again, what are they going to do? Bottom line, if you pay Bellinger 
So you raise hot dog prices another dollar, or you cut an inch off the hot dogs. I don't care. But the point is, the Guggenheims are not poor. And right now, if I if I looked at correctly this morning, the USA Today, I think as far as the payroll, the Dodgers are like tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, has it become a middle market? It went from the Andy? top two to yeah. tenth, and, and the two teams in their division are the t- are the teams that are spending the money. I mean, you know, the Padres. Look, if you look at the Padres and the Giants, the upgrades they've made. Then you look at the Phillies, which are really the first billion dollar roster. Right. If you really break it down and go across the positions, wow! And then you have the Angels who have three of the t- highest paid players per year in baseball, Rendon, Otani, and Trout, and they can't have a 500 team. That's, I mean, wow. It's, you know, I, it makes me really love what the Cleveland Indians accomplished last year with their, with their payroll, like around $50 million. And even Tampa Bay does it like every year they go to the playoffs and they play, put good teams out there. You know, I still think, in Major League Baseball, as, as brilliant as the analytics are and all that, if you build your farm system and do it properly, you're much better off than playing this. I call it high stakes. It's high stakes poker and gambling. I mean, look at the last five years of Trey Turner's contract. He's going to be in his 36, 37, 38, 39, 40-year-old years. How many shortstops in history have played well past 35 I can think of uh, none. <laughs> I mean, so I, that's why I say, you know, and you still have some great free agents out there too, Fred. I mean, Dansby Swanson's still out there. Korea's still out there. A lot of great shortstops. And except, it'll be except, interesting to see. Except, except, I don't think, I, I, I would be willing to bet almost anything. Korea is not a possibility or probability with the Dodgers after the 217 Houston World Series victory over the Dodgers. I don't think there's a chance. I, I would agree no. with you there. I would, but I'm, what's wrong with Dansby Swanson? Nothing. Nothing. There was I mean, nothing the kid can play. And there's nothing I remember wrong. watching him in the College World Series when he was at Vanderbilt. And, I mean, you know, I was questioning because he was a little guy, right. you know, and he had a lot of power in college. But, you know, aluminum bats, they're, they're hard to d- delineate what, what a guy's going to do with a wooden bat, but he proved – you know, the last couple of years in Atlanta that he's a leader in the clubhouse. He hits the ball. He's very good defensively. And I think he'd be a great pickup for the Dodgers because they need somebody at shortstop. I've been crowing about Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux is a second baseman and he can play a little outfield and he's probably going to be good in those positions. But yeah, I agree with you. Amazing to see what's going on in, uh, in the, the hot stove meeting. Okay. But here's the point in my mind. Mm-hmm. Turner is making thirty million a year. Mm-hmm. Bogarts is making two hundred eight uh, th- tw- uh, twenty eight million. million. Okay, fine. So Swanson is going to want in the middle of that, or as much as Turner, or real close to that. These guys being younger, he probably would want more than more. So now, yeah. if the Dodgers couldn't afford Turner, couldn't afford Bogarts, how the hell can they afford? Yeah, Swanson, what, what sense does that even make? Because because all of a sudden they're looking around going, just what we're talking about. They're fans who pay a lot of money to go to Dodger games, Fred. And we're talking about the Dodger dogs, which they used to have. They don't have those anymore. You know, they've cut the price. Everything 
going to a Dodger game where I used to sit in the bleachers as a kid. You sat in the bleachers for five bucks, got our ice cream malt and our hot dog. And, you know, we could go for $20 in those days. Now, I understand 200 bucks is probably what $20 was 30, 35 years ago. I'm all in on that. But the bottom line is you want to put the best possible team on the field, you know, for, for a marketplace like the Dodgers, especially with the tradition they've had. And uh, as much as Friedman thinks to think, you know, seems to think he's a genius, he doesn't look like a genius right now. Okay, but, you know, the point is there are other people in the Dodger organization, uh, Stan Caston and everybody else. So they must have all have agreed on all this. I just don't get it. I mean, it's it, it's like, first of all, as a Dodger fan, it's heartbreaking. I I, is it true? I mean, again, I haven't been to Dodger Stadium in a few years. Some kind of drink. Look at you. You're already trading the loyalties. You get your San Francisco shirt on. No, no, no. That's not what I want. Um, some beers cost eighteen dollars. I don't. I don't drink, so I don't know. But eighteen dollars for a no, beer? No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean. You get a twelve pack of the best beer on the planet for for less than that. I mean, yeah. But then again, we know what do we know, Fred? The Dodgers seem to every year come up with somebody, and uh, they're in the hunt every year. What's really funny is if you look at it over the last uh, ten years, eleven, twelve years, the Giants have won three World Titles, and the Dodgers have won one. And that doesn't even count. That's the yeah, 60-game so season. season. That shouldn't even count. So there, there were four shortstops out there. Turner, gone. Boger, it's gone. Korea and Swanson are left. I don't think there's a chance in hell of them signing Korea. I think the fans would not appreciate that. And they want to sell the $18 beers to the fans. I guess $4 million, not four, uh, uh, $4 million fans per season is not enough. Um, uh, and know, I don't I, think Dansby Swanson really wants to play for the Dodgers because he's had to play him in the playoffs. And I don't think he has a lot of affinity. He's a, he's a Southeastern guy. You know, I would imagine now that the, the Mets have done what they've done in acquiring the people they've acquired that, you know, the Braves are probably going to look out and go, you know what, maybe we ought to keep this guy and spend a little money. It'll be interesting to see what Adenopolis does in that situation. You know, it's interesting. You said today, I think you have it in front of you. I don't, but, I read it this morning. I'm almost sure that Verlander, if I read this correctly, Verlander moving to the Mets, you know, he's good friend with Scherzer, right? Yeah. For those years, okay, before they pitched together, they signed exact to the dollar. $43.33 million <laughs> per year contract. Not a penny more or a penny less. They're right on. And they are the, you know, they're going to be like the, like Koufax and Drysdale many, many years ago, the gold dust twins. What about- they also have Taiwan Walker though. So, I mean, you know, the Mets, the Buck Walter is, is this year's Dusty Baker, in my opinion. You know, he's had that. some great teams over the years. Yeah. 25 years as a manager. Maybe he gets paid off this year. We'll see. What about uh, Carlos Rodon? Any chance the Dodgers spent for him? I would love it. I would love to see them, but the Yankees are all in with him. They need to get somebody too. I mean, they're pitching staff. So, I mean, he's the guy in the best position of all of them. And what was smart were the angels. They went out and got Brady Anderson for a song, for a song, three years, $39 million. 
And that kid had a great year for the Dodgers last year. That would have been like a mere pittance in the bucket for, for them if they'd have said, oh, yeah, they, they offered you 30. Ah, we'll give you 45 million, 15 million a year. Let's go. You think I it was just because the shift is gone and they thought that last year, the Dodgers thought now, last year for Tyler Anderson was so an I aberration. I think that ship has left the port and they, they, they're, with an aberration. they're going re, to rebuild a little bit here, huh? No, no. The, I, the point I have is he's not overpowered. And so with the shift against left-handed hitters, uh, I see what you're the, saying. the balls were stopped. Now those are going to become singles or doubles. But now let me ask you, Fred, now on that rule, can the, can the shortstop with a left-handed hitter up there, can he like hang out right behind second base? And then as the pitch is thrown, kind of shift, kind of shift over. Or I, There's I, some, I, there's some parts of that rule that are, you know, a little bit vague that I was wondering, you know, cause there's ways to overcome that. You know, that the player. Oh, and the other thing is your, your second baseman and shortstop cannot have a foot on the outfield grass. So are they going to change the way the infields are in the stadiums? Do you take another extra two or three yards and make the infield a little bigger? I would be surprised to see. That's something they should check on. <laughs> Folks, what we have, if you're a Dodger fan, is a mess. If you're an Angel fan, and they're talking about Otani leaving the Angels after next year, and one of the articles in the local paper here indicated that maybe that's why the Dodgers are holding back on money, because they want to sign Otani next year. Well, next year's next year. I mean, 2024 is then, 2023 is coming up. And all those season ticket holders who have already spent the dough for next year are not going to be thrilled instead of 111 wins if they win 83. And that's, that's, that's just my opinion. They don't have enough pitching. They don't have enough relief pitching. They don't have a shortstop. I'm a fan of, of Gavin Lux. But Gavin Lux and Dave Roberts do not necessarily get along. Lux has a major league ego. Roberts tries to shut him down. And as you said, and even though he came up as a shortstop, everybody who's the best athlete is a shortstop growing up. That doesn't mean he's a major league shortstop. He's probably a major league second baseman. I haven't seen that he could be a major league outfielder, certainly not a center fielder, remember two years ago. Well, if you, so, if you, if you, if you asked Urias, he would definitely say he's not a center fielder. <laughs> he's not a center fielder. So, Folks, if you have an opinion, I'd love your email, sportsfredadayo.com, sportsfredadayo.com. Let's switch to another disastrous situation in Southern Not California. Rams, please, your, your Rams. Uh, so what are the odds of Mayfield actually starting in an hour and a half from right now for the Rams? How's, how's Wolford's neck feel? He's not, not Wolford's not going to play. That's what I'm hearing. So you know play. what? It's not going to be Bryce Petty. I know that for a fact. They might throw him in there a little bit on some plays. But I think Baker Mayfield's going to go out there and do the old George Bland to draw the plays on the AstroTurf. You go here, you go there. And he's going to be running for his life. It's going to be like Ben Gazzara in the old series on CBS, Run for Your Life. I mean, poor Baker Mayfield. He's going from Carolina to the to the Rams. The Rams are 3-9, and nine, heading absolutely nowhere. Um, the Raiders have actually won three games in a row. Now people are talking about, you know, ESPN with their percentages. They have a 10% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, based on their schedule, if they win the next two games, they've got a decent opportunity. Because, I mean, the Chargers have nothing. But the Rams have turned into really, you know, I hate to use that expression, but they've turned into a dumpster fire. 
really fast. All right, let me ask and, you a question. I, I play fantasy. You either play five players or six players. I guess you have to play Derek Carr for the Raiders. I guess you have to play Adams uh, for Devontae Adams for the yeah. Raiders. Okay. Do you play Mayfield among the five or six or not? Well, based on the fact they'll probably be down by 20 points in the second quarter, <laughs> that not, might not be such a bad move because he's going to be winging the ball all over SoFi. We know that. But uh, the sad part is who's he going to throw to? I mean, yeah. you know, Cooper Cup is gone. Um, Skoranek is a great blocker. I mean, I love the kid when he comes in and, and does his thing. But, yeah, it's a sad, sad situation with the Rams. Um, you know, and now I understand why Sean McVay was talking to the networks about becoming a broadcaster and getting out of coaching. Because I think deep down inside, he looked at, you know, Stafford with the bad elbow early. He started looking around. He lost, you know, Von Miller. You know, Aaron Donald was thinking about retiring. There's a lot of things that I think he started to see ahead of time. And I guarantee you, in his mind's mind, he's probably saying, boy, I could have really signed a nice big deal with Fox. Been sitting there with Olsen and Burkhart, number one guy on uh, Fox, and having no pressure, living life with a Super Bowl, and then pick my next return, you know, in five, six, seven. He's a young guy. What is he, 41 years old now? Okay, uh, but you see, Jason Garrett is making big bucks from the networks now, doing his uh, uh, in-host, you know, he's color Yeah, the NBC, he's, got, he's sitting there right there with, you know, he's Tony doing, Dungy. And he's doing a good job. Is he gonna I love this, him. Is he going to take the Stanford job if they open it to him? That's why I wonder, do you really want to get into that? I mean, Stanford's a wonderful place to work, I imagine. I mean, it's, it's you know, it is Stanford. It represents the best of the best. Um, but do you really want to go into this NIL? Do you really want to get involved with the recruiting? Even though at Stanford, it's probably less than with a lot of other schools because of their stringent academic requirements. But I, I would, I would stay at NBC if I was Jason Garrett, because I'm going to tell you something, Fred, I don't see that many great coaches in the national football league. And at a certain point in time, when you look at what Jason Garrett accomplished with the Cowboys, and getting along with a guy like Jerry Jones for a decade or more and putting a winning resume together, very similar. I mean, he didn't win a world title like uh, McCar- McCarthy did, but I look at McCarthy and and and, uh, and Jason Garrett as very similar entities. I mean, they're, they're good football coaches, and they deserve to be somewhere in a 31-team national football league. All right, your last couple of minutes, the Chargers at home as uh, they made the switch from the afternoon game to the night game against Miami. First loss last week uh, for Tua and the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins over the Chargers at SoFi. Who do you like? Wow, you know, it comes down to this game. Brandon Staley just scares me, Fred. I mean, as much as he came in as a defensive coordinator, their defense, they went out, they got Khalil Mack. You know, they've got a lot of great players on that defense, but they haven't quite gelled defensively. You know, Herbert has nobody to throw to. I mean, I yeah, you know, Wynn is a, is a, is a good receiver. He made some great catches last week. Um, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know what the status is regarding uh, Tua's left ankle. If Tua's healthy, I like I actually like Miami in this game, but it's it's a push or push comes to shove game for the chargers. They are at home. Is there really a home field advantage in SoFi though? 
I question that a little bit. I think people come into that that beautiful stadium, they look around and go, this is pretty awesome. All right, final comment from Art Source on tonight's version of Believe Well, one of my greatest, one of my greatest uh, thrills over the years, whether it be living around the world and listening to uh, the Army-Navy game on Armed Forces Radio, is the Army-Navy game. And it's this Saturday. Again, it's going to be in Philadelphia. Two not good teams, but better teams than they usually have at Navy and Army. And it's it's going to be fun. And my question to all the to listeners and viewers out there is, do you take the under at 35 and a half? <laughs> because it is. These kids play the game for the right reasons, Fred, is what I'm basically trying to say. And the pageantry of college football, it's like a throwback game to college football in the 60s and it's going to be on CBS. We're going to have Danielson and Nestler doing the game. It's one of my favorites. I want to talk a little bit about that and then I I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that Stetson the Georgia quarterback's going to win the Heisman. I just got a funny feeling. I voted and again I have to vote for four, 35 years you now. Can't tell, you can't tell us. I don't care. Kaleg Williams I voted one. You voted for the USC quarterback. I wait love you. Wait a minute. Wait. J.J. McCarthy of Michigan, because my Michigan cousins, I voted too. He's out of it because there's only four. You didn't, you didn't He's invited, out of yeah. And DTR in the third slide. Anybody that can survive six years and five years under Kelly deserves <laughs> a break. So I voted him third, so he'd get one vote at least. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And... Uh, but don't you think that Stetson Bennett has done a great job? I mean, yeah. in that situation, because really and truly, you know, they can say, well, he's a game manager. No, the kid has stepped up this year. I mean, the best player in college football might be their big tight end Bowers. I mean, he's been just fa- fantastic. And I was thinking the other day, I, we talked about it last week on the sports business show. You know, I would have loved to have seen a healthy USC offense versus that Georgia defense had it worked out that way one and four just wasn't meant to be. And I think Utah is so underrated. And I, I tell you, a lot of people don't understand that, but Whittingham has put together a great program there. And, uh, and then we got Dion in Colorado who goes in and tells the kids to look around. Cause most of you aren't going to be here. <laughs> Good way to start. All right. For art, for Mario, I'm Fred. It's a believe sports biz sports media. Also heard on pod clips. We'll see you around the corner. Happy that you hope you have a happy uh, weekend straight ahead. And uh, we will see you around the corner right here on Believe. Bye, everybody.